Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Good warm Thursday afternoon, all of you following us on Leadership Podcast. You are welcome to the tourism segment of Leadership Podcast. Uh, we're streaming live from the beautiful city of Abuja. You're welcome. Uh, we are discussing an important topic today, and uh, in the studio with me, you will be very delighted to have the people who are going to quite entertain, not just entertain, but educate you on the, the issue. Uh, my name is Case Harmon. I'm your host. On my left is Jerry Emerson. Jerry, welcome. Yes, on my right is uh, Isaac Aymori. Uh, my pleasure to be here again. Yes, uh, thank you very much for being here. Uh, Nigerians uh, were delighted and are delighted today that uh, more than a century ago, artifacts that were taken from uh, the shores of Nigeria are being returned. And um, as one of the speakers at uh, the ceremony yesterday said, the issue was, why are these things not in their places of origin? Where they don't belong here. This is not our culture. They are supposed to be where they belong. And uh, that was what inspired or motivated the uh, students. It was students, actually. That's what inspired the students to begin a campaign. Look, let these things go back to their places, to their rightful places. And uh, about, uh, say, five years on now, we're seeing the reality uh, surface. So let's discuss the issue. The return of the looted Bini bronze. These bronzes were, uh, look at it there, so beautiful. Yes, I, I am so, so, so happy because um, we, we are talking about my people here are talking about uh, <coughs> yes. mentally. Uh, I forgot to yeah. mention that this is the a man of the kingdom. Yeah. Yes, uh, this man of the kingdom is forced yeah. to do justice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. You know, I, I was I was actually uh, moved to tears, you know, yesterday when I watched um, that um, that that landmark, that um, uh, you know, grand event. Where... Uh, sorry, Isaac. Uh, uh, yes. Since uh, the the, the Bronze. The bronze is being shown now. Yes. I want to ask you a question just before yes. you go. Um, yes. Is this in a spray-stained state or it has been tampered with? What do you think? Uh, but, you know, actually, what, what happens is when you remove these works from their uh, places of origin, Yeah. Okay, and you expose them to other weather conditions, chances are that the, you know, the weather could impact that's true. Okay. That's true. Uh -huh. So what um, these Europeans do, what some Muslims do, is to create that uh, weather condition, okay, that can um, that can favor you know, that right. favorable weather condition where the, the object, okay, uh -huh, you know, would uh, you know uh, would still uh, look, look very good, you know, retain oh. its. Uh, uh, you know, look. Yeah, that's quite feel. beautiful. Yes. Yeah. So you were saying something. Yes, I said yeah. I, I was moved yesterday because um, several years ago, uh, about uh, 
about eight nine years ago i was part of this campaign as a tourism reporter at Indistar. yeah okay and um the campaign was was at its height then you know because um they came up with all kinds of arguments you know that is those that are you know holding on to these uh prized meaning uh, heritage objects because that's what they are okay their argument was that um well the world has gone global so we could also have a global museum it didn't matter where an artwork or, or heritage object emanated you know from insofar as people can access from anywhere from uh, uh, you know any part of the world people say no okay <laughs> that these are not just mere artworks okay yeah. aha you know they speak to the culture the tradition you know and of course the spiritual aspect that is the non-material aspect of culture you know for you know for some for for most for some of them you get it and they needed to go okay yeah. so and uh, we are of course before now we have we've seen the german government was seeing uh, you know some other museums in europe you know uh, mm-hmm. return you know some some you know <laughs> works and uh, <laughs> you know uh, those works of art must be really interesting to these people uh, they are, because uh, the loot Yes. Was uh, it was widespread, oh, nice. but let me just uh, uh, invite uh, to the studio or uh, mention that uh, we have a guest also. Uh, her name is Ngozi John Uya, uh, director and uh, the head of department at uh, the Department of Documentation and Monitoring National Art Gallery. Uh, Madam, you're welcome. Hope you Thank can hear for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Thank you for having me. Yeah, we we, we hear you loud and clear. Thanks very much for being here with us. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? The line line is wobbling a little bit. All right. Okay, we can hear you over here. We, We hear you clearly. Okay, I can hear you now. Very good. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Good afternoon, madam. Good afternoon. Uh, In the studio here is uh, Jerry Evanson and uh, I, the host, Case Hammond, and then uh, Isaac, the man of the kingdom. Uh, (laughs) He's here with us too. So, (laughs) yeah. So, um, please, let's have your thoughts on Yeah, nice to meet you. And uh, you are on to leadership podcast. Uh, we are streaming live from Abuja. So let's have your thoughts also on the return of um, that work of art. It's so beautiful. And these things were looted some a century ago, eighteen ninety-seven. Yes. That means we're talking about uh, one hundred and twenty-four years now. Uh, by, by 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 rough calculation, 124 years now. That's quite a long time. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's it's a delight to have these things come back. Uh, so let's have your thoughts. How do you feel about uh, okay tournaments? Very elated, really, really elated, and um, it's. Um, I mean, we'll see. Like you said, it's about 124 years old. Well, I'm speaking not authoritatively as I'm not speaking in from a position of authority because the parastatal that's in charge is the National Commission for Museums and Monuments, the sister parastatal. I'm talking as a Nigerian 
talking as a cultural enthusiast and a cultural ambassador. And for us, it just shows the um, um, level of expertise that Nigeria has had over the years, right from um, many, many centuries ago. Um, the I think it was uh, it's Pablo Picasso who, who took his um, inspiration from Africa and African art. It's a, it's a huge it's a huge plus for us in these times when we're having uh, Nigeria having bad press. And for me, it's um, it's 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 going to help us boost visits because the museums where they were were getting the throng of people who were going to the museums in the US, in Germany, in Europe. Most of them go there to see African art, and most of these African arts are Nigerian. Their origin, most of them are their origin is Nigerian. And so with the return of this, and then the OBAP uh, and the um, the NGO that is working on building the museum, it's going to boost. It's going to. It's going to. It's going to boost tourism and boost the GDP, boost earnings for the state and Nigeria as a whole. The airlines will gain um, transport business. The people because the visitors do. When the visitors throng there, they will use taxis. They'll be in hotels. They will eat food. So the hospitality um, industry as a whole. And then the financial services, everybody, it's a win-win for Nigeria. It's a win-win for Nigeria. And maybe we'll begin to have people coming to Nigeria to see these things and uh, take away from the security, the the um, 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 the focus on insecurity in the country. So for me, yeah. it's a win-win for us. It's a very good thing for us. And then the, um, the, the bronze, like um, I heard somebody saying as well, was well kept. It was well kept because it was well made in the first place. And so for us at this point in Nigeria, having all those bronzes returned from the US, from Europe, from the UK, it's a big, it's a big, it's a, it's a big thing for us at this point in time. Yes. Lovely. Um, I would uh, like to bring up an issue, but uh, maybe we'll discuss that later. Um, the issue I want to bring. Um, should we begin to press charges against uh, those who have been hosting these uh, works of art for 124 years in terms of lost revenue from tourism uh, because they have been having it for 124 years and it was a crime they actually stole this thing or should we look at it from the perspective that well now that it's coming is getting much publicity and uh, it will actually attract uh, tourists at this uh, more tourism at this time how do you think before uh, uh my in-house panelists begin to uh, push some questions toward your end also what do you think is this the right time well, or I, I, yes there's no better time to press charges there's no better time to ask for well maybe not necessarily press charges we'll start first with from a point of from a point point of view of communication negotiation and then when it fails then maybe we need to press charges because the country needs to be um, compensated for yeah. um, um, lost revenue. And then, of course, what they have earned from tourists visiting the yes. museums where these things were, we should get a share of it. And apart from that, this, it's even, they should even also send an apology because not only did they take the, um, not only did they take, did they, did they, did they, did they take our people into slavery, 
they still looted our artifacts you know so i yes. think i think we should receive not only an apology but we should also be compensated financially yes that's my take lovely uh, you like to have, uh, ask uh, uh, yeah, yes yes uh, uh, before my question I, I want to also put in perspective you know the fact that um, you know the circumstances you know in which these objects were taken okay i mean the facts are in our history books okay um it, 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 you know that attack was unprovoked was 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 unnecessary you know, it was a, a punitive attack you know we didn't have they didn't have any reason mm. you know to descend on Bini people the way they did in 1897 okay aha because um you know, if you look at it from that perspective then then the issue of charges the issue of reparation you know and all of that you know will now make sense yeah okay aha because they bought houses they you know looted the city dry okay hey, made away with prize objects you know just just name it okay hey, in their thousands you get it so i i think uh, it is it is the right thing to begin to ask for reparation or begin to begin to ask for you know some compensation yeah you know for for that unwarranted that unnecessary you know you know uh, you know attack you wouldn't have the firepower that they had Okay, uh -huh. uh, they could have um, gotten what they wanted. They could have gotten around all the issues through engagement, through negotiation. Okay, at the time they came, the Oba of Benin, you know, that is our king, had a ceremony, a spiritual event at the time, and they said he wasn't disposed to receiving, you know, visitors. Okay, they said they wanted him to sign a treaty, uh, you know, and all of that, and came under the guise of trade and all that and all that. You get it. But we knew that they had their eyes on our, on our, on our, on our, on our natural resources. It, that, that was what it was about. Okay. Uh -huh. So for for that, we need we need we need to be compensated. Yeah. Uh, yeah we need to be compensated. You know? So if we are the yeah. ones that are, <laughs> if we are the ones that are forgiving them, you know, it's a, it's a different thing. Because like this this particular artwork that was that was uh, returned, you know, yesterday to Adobe, somebody blew the whistle. Yeah. You understand? They were embarrassed. You know when some students say no you know this should not be uh the the you know the symbol of a, of an institution you know uh, jesus college you, you, you get it uh, you know the globally uh, you know respected institution okay uh, that if this object was taken from the people uh, under this circumstance then it has to be returned okay but uh, look, look at it from uh, another perspective uh, you know this thing was taken by government forced by the british government yes and uh, it was bought from the british government by this uh is, what's his name of this cambridge is it cambridge yeah cambridge what's, cambridge university in law, even in our law the person buying a stolen item is as good as the person that stole it so um we deserve it Adam, uh, please, uh, please stay with us. We want to take a short break, a real short break. Uh, when we come back, we would like you to take a few of our questions, uh, a few more of our questions. So please stay with us. Uh, listeners, please also stay with us. We'll be back. Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. You're welcome back to Leadership Podcast. We're discussing the return of... Uh, an artifact yesterday uh, from the UK to Nigeria, something that had been uh, uh, stolen more than uh, some 
124 years ago, and uh, we are happy about that. Uh, still with me in the studio, uh, Isaac and uh, Jerry and Kiss Hammond. Um, we have a guest who is doing justice to the issue, and uh, she is uh, Adam Ugozi, join Uya. We say thanks for being with us. Uh, you're welcome back. So, um, you wanted to ask a question. Okay, yeah. Um, are you there? Hello. Okay, um, I'd like to ask, um, we have us. We have quite Hello, a number. We have quite a number of these uh, artifacts uh, across um, UK, across uh, UK. Yeah, as much as we have quite a number of them, and across the world, actually, across the world. And they, as they begin to, you know, return back into the country now, and as, as we are now in Nigeria, we are still grappling with the issue of uh, insecurity. Now, how safe? How safe? these artifacts when they begin to make inroads into back into the country uh, we well for me i think i think the country um i think nigeria as a country we know the um, value of these artifacts both in terms of um, their value pecuniary value and value um, cultural value and what they will mean to us and what they will, how they will attract people to us. And I think the government um, at the federal and state levels to go, will do all they can to protect them. <laughs> we cannot speak categorically and say, oh yes, they are safe 100% or no, they are not safe. But at what point in time will they return that they will be 100% safe? So for me, I think that um, government knows how for government to have gone, I mean, gone, um all the way to negotiate because the negotiation for this the the not negotiation the, the request for these things to be returned didn't start today and so yes, for government true. to go all out to do it we should know that when they come back we'll need to protect them from being relooted apart from this um from what we received yesterday uh there are thousands of other artifacts uh, seven thousand i hear seven thousand Wow. that are due to be uh, returned yes all right so uh do do we have facilities to, uh, to house these artifacts uh take for example uh, those from Benin, um like this one i was returned yesterday there are others coming but do we have what it uh, what it will require to house these artifacts seven thousand suppose we receive seven thousand of them say this year do we have the facilities to house them or not just housing them in a general museum or just a general uh, maybe a warehouse where they are supposed to be where they are supposed to impact educationally uh, do we have them well like i said before i can't speak um the, the people who will be in the best position to answer you categorically will be officials of the national commission for museums and monuments I work for National Gallery of Art, but I have an interest. And incidentally, this um, I was in a um, discussion panel where we talked about this, um, which was organized by um, the EU, about the return, returning the works. There was a discussion and 
Um, we do know that there's a museum that the OBA is proposing. And the OBA has said that even before, I mean, is working with, the OBA has provided the land. The National Commission for Museums and Monuments is involved. There's, a, there's an NGO that is also involved. And the um, museum is being built to house the um, objects that, that are being returned in Benin, the Benin objects. And I think also maybe IFE too, they're making the same kinds of arrangements. But um, I think that adequate arrangement has been made to house these um, objects. I think the OBA has made um, room and prepared, I mean, to keep them in storage where they'll be kept securely. Uh, probably maybe even exhibited until the museum is built but there's a museum that is being built for um, these artifacts that are being returned and other um, cultural objects of the Benin Kingdom. Yeah, yeah that, that's, 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 that's very correct actually because um, uh, the Benin Royal Museum is in the works and um, the location is just uh, around the Obas Palace you know, in Benin. And uh, even if, like you like you asked, if we have 7,000 of these prize objects today, okay, we have museums that are scattered across the country, okay? Uh -huh. If you walk into some of these museums now, you know, they are, they are, they are largely empty. You get it? Uh -huh. So in the interim, we can, you know, actually keep them there while work on uh, the Benin Royal Museum proposed by the Oba of Benin, uh, you know, is, uh, uh, you know, as well, uh, because as they are working on that, yeah. I'm wondering, um, you know, just like this is coming from a university, yeah. it has been uh, its home over the past 118 years has been uh, Jesus College yeah. in uh, Cambridge University. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, uh, it will be useful uh, for our uh, to our local universities also. Some of them may f find interest in housing these, uh, uh, which will be educational, especially for students of history or students of arts. Yeah, very uh, true. They, very true. educational for them also. But I'm thinking, do we have the kind of, or do we have the the teachers to tell the historic, the historical. Uh, um, yes, not just the, the story, background, but the, story. the, the, yeah, the yeah. story behind all yeah. of these. Uh, they, they, what they stand for. Mm. You know, it's not just having this and it being just what it is, yeah. but it has, you know, just like when you the enter curators. an art gallery, you have people who curators. tell you, curators who tell you, yeah. this is what this is, this is what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> it has been uh, in existence for so and so years and. Uh, uh, yeah. It stands for this. This stands for that. Very true. That. Uh, the truth is, we still have universities that are graduating students. You know, uh, that studied, uh, you know, mm -hmm. uh, courses. You know, the, you know, related courses. Okay. So, but I think what um, we need to start looking at is how the private sector can also come in, into this industry. Okay. Because from these museums that are housing these objects abroad, they are private museums. Okay. Ah. Yes, they are private museums. You get it. Aha. So they're owned by individuals, some, you know, uh, they're, they're largely private museums. So individuals can also 
you know, uh, set up museums, art enthusiasts, you know, people who understand the industry, then employ people, you know, and also use it, uh, you know, for, for business, for uh, knowledge acquisition, you know, and, and all that. Maybe yeah. for something like this, uh, the kingdom may have to send a representative to, um, to teach the significance of no well uh, well for our people because they may understand it yeah of course i mean for the Bini people our stories are you know, as we grow it's part of the socialization process okay uh -huh. so they tell you all the stories my grandfather told me you know the stories about the uh, Bini massacre in us uh, you know uh, they call it you know that punitive uh, expedition okay so i think an average Benin man guy <laughs> you know <laughs> has has a fair knowledge of, um, of, of, our, of, of our people, you know, and uh, all, the, all the things that uh, have happened over the years, you know. So yeah. this is also an opportunity. I mean, they can be hired, yeah, know, to, 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 yeah, to, yeah, to serve in the capacity you just mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So, Madam, you want to say something? I also think that uh, this is the right time to begin to put things, put uh, plans in place to see how, as as these artifacts are being yeah to see how we can generate yeah. you know they can position them and get the private like you mentioned yes private uh, business owners or investors yes. you know, to begin to see how revenue can come from very true yeah and i also need to add that the Edo state government too is also working you know uh, like the representative of the oba at that occasion yesterday rightly said uh, that the state government is also working with the royal house that is the, the Oba's palace in Benin, you know, to ensure that um, this museum is uh, built, you know, soon so that you know we'll be able to uh, the facility that can house these objects. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing that fascinates me is uh, or that, that amazes me. I wonder what, uh, how um, the students of this university, where this thing has been housed for more than a century now we look at them and think that africans are uncivilized because this is this this is an art a work of art and it's an intelligent work of art of yes um would you like to tell our listeners uh, some last word before we leave you um one one thing i would say in addition to what um you just said we have, when you ask the question about um, the manpower, we do have very, very well-trained curators. We have museologists in Nigeria who can tell you the story of um, to, to, to guide people like you were asking when um, they come to see those artifacts in the museums. And of course, just like you said, there works, this, this works, this nobody will look at that work anybody who looks at that work i'm sure deep the students in that school will look at that work and not think of nigerians as uncivilized because if something that came from maybe two centuries three centuries ago can be that intricate can have that amount of detail i'm sure they would know that these were made by intelligent people who even though they were i mean education sometimes is not um, um um, the hallmark of intelligence or cognitive um, senses, you understand? So they wouldn't look at those works and believe that Nigerians are uncivilized. It's the people who haven't had, who haven't come in contact with works that have um, 
um, works that have come out of Africa, that have come out of Nigeria, that would think that Africans are uncivilized. I think civilization, we, we read in history that civilizations are from Africa, and this is just a testament to that fact. Yeah. We say thank you very much, Madam, for being with us. We hope you can come some other time. You honor our invitation some other time to talk about issues. Yes, like I would. This. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Thank you so very much for having me. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and do on have behalf a beautiful of our day, course, rest of the day. Yeah. Thanks. So that's the much we can take this afternoon uh, leadership podcast. Uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, thanks uh, for being with us. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. So we'll be here tomorrow with another bumper edition. Please remain loyal. Uh, you can always get the facts and uh, the latest financial and economic issues discussed here at Leadership Podcast Money Radio. So until we meet again, stay blessed, stay safe. The coronavirus is real. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.